Well, this is Gustav Montblanc, and you are listening to Can You Hear Me, the podcast that is three guys talking about stuff. But, you know, here lately, it's just been me, and I really apologize. I don't like doing the solo episodes. Sometimes they're a, just a scramble to get something. Other times, it's something I really do have an interest in, and I would like to share it. You know, um, the Polonium episode, that was a, a city of Gustav that I was really proud of, and the USS Pueblo. And then there's some where, like, the buckwheat, where that's just kind of a scramble. I apologize to our fans and our listeners, but because I don't get the support from, you know, the people that I started this podcast with two years ago, you know, it's just something that I don't want to miss an episode. So I feel, you know, an obligation to you, the listener, to try and put out something so that you're not, you know, just wasting away. <laughs> wow. That's- that's something. We're going full martyr this evening. <laughs> I just assume you're going to edit all that out. No, that's that's how it's going to start. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like that. Anyway, I, like that. I am so glad to see you two sons of bitches. I am too. It yeah. has been a long time. It's been at least like three, maybe four months since we've all been together. It's been to long record. enough that Heavy got us decent-sized chairs. And speak for yourself. Yeah. I'm in the... Uh, one room schoolhouse chair. You are here. in the pre K special there. What are you wearing? What are you in? I'm in on like this wooden chair. Oh, that's a good chair. I didn't say it's not good, but I'm just saying, y'all, you know, you're in your rock chair. Ty's actually got a cushion on this yeah, fine dining he chair. Put me yeah. in the. Found that on the curb. I'm in the kingdom chair over here like a deacon. There were two deacon. of them sitting there on the curb, and my sweet wife snatched them up and brought them home to me. Snatch. <laughs> yeah, my. Some selective editing there. Nope, they were leaving that in. Well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast that once again, thankfully, is three guys talking about stuff. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only America's favorite heavy longmire. And you can find us on Twitter. I am at Real Gustav. I'm at Ty Webb 3000. And you can find me at Heavy Longmire. I saw that. And I saw somebody tag him the other day, and it was you de- changed a dead it? tag. I changed and it. He changed it to heavy long. Well, I'll be damned. There we go. How about that? How long before that shirt has an account? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the shirt he's wearing is a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> Did you shirt. get that this year? <laughs> this is a 2001 model <laughs> from Las Vegas. I got to take a picture of that. Oh. That'll be the uh, it's well this used week's, this week's caption. Uh, <laughs> Quite ventilated. Yes, it's holy. Yeah, it's uh, pretty worn out. I'll, my wife won't let me wear it in public, but oh, with good know. reason. Yeah, you know what's what I want to just. Uh, Are you not in the rocker? No, he's yeah, in the rocker. That, okay, yeah, I'm in we the rocker. We hadn't moved yet, so I'd, yeah, okay. Well, I'm excited. He's he's tensed <laughs> up. He's, right. you know, yeah, hold up. I'm excited. I remember when we were young, and you would. Your sweat had alchemic properties that would change anything that was dark colored into this weird tie dye, almost like a. What were those shirts that were hyper reactive? Or those uh, kind of like a mood ring style? But you remember those ones that that were. Yeah. You touched them and they changed color. That you know. I don't remember what they were called. Either, yeah. Either. Anyway, but. Everything you owned that was dark, like yeah. We could we bought the same Farm Aid T-shirts in 1992, and mine 
faded gradually. Yeah. Black. Still got it? No, and, and it wouldn't have fit like my my eighth grader, you know, now. <laughs> I was a small man back then. And heavies looked like wavy gravy had been working on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There were some uh, chemical reactions there. There was there was something going on. Anyway, this shirt is... She needs to just throw that shit away. Well, typically, this is my lounging in the house shirt. That's your no-sex shirt right there. It is I, a nice earth tone. Yeah. It's very Santa Fe of you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate I mean, you it. didn't expect you were going to wear that and us and just not comment on not it. Not get a nut kick. Didn't really think anything about it, honestly. You know. Well, if the nut kick is here, problem. so right. there you go. Oh, it's so good to be back together. Because, you know... Time. Are we about done? Yeah, it's done. Thanks for uh, listening, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Enjoyed it. No, you know, Ty and I did see one another about a month ago, and then you and I had recorded about two months ago. But right, this is the first time. Hadn't had the band back together in a while. It's been a while. I did like trying to, you know, kind of make people think y'all were mad at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we finally. We settled it on a best two out of three Indian leg wrestle. Right. When's the last time you leg wrestled somebody? <sighs> Consensually? That wasn't a female. Oh, man. It's been at least a couple months. And have you leg wrestled somebody while only wearing a towel in a field house locker room? You don't have to answer that. I think I'm going to take the fifth on that. The Maybe me- just a towel and a helmet. <laughs> The Me Too movement's going to get you one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> It'll sneak up on you. And, you know, what is the uh, what is the male-on-male version? Well, I was thinking uh, statute of limitations on Me Too-esque things. Because there was a lot some of towel popping could, uh, going on. Could be swept up in yep. what's being... Although, I don't think, in general... It's well, that would just be as, hazing. I know it, but there's some a lot of that... Crosses the line on... Yeah. 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 But I don't think from what I've seen, you know, in the media, that the male stuff gets as much empathy, if you will. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know like uh, Terry Crews had talked about how he was kind of uh, propositioned and stuff. Right. I don't think people quite gave it the same level if it had been a female, you know, partly because he's a, you know, giant guy, but... Still no excuse, but there's no doubt that we have uh, known of things that definitely crossed the line. Certainly from y'all scouts days. Yeah. I can think of one yeah, in particular one in that, would, that definitely, it, definitely it, crossed the line. It it took the exit from the line about three miles back. Yeah, that was one. I haven't told my kids about that in scouts. That's probably not one to tell yeah, while you're hammering down a bit. s'more. It's one that's best forgotten. Yeah, I don't, I just, when people, because, you know, I, I'm still, you know, my boys are in Scouts, and so I'm involved with it. And Is I mean, that girls, why you're in uniform? Yes, that's why I'm wearing my merit badge sash right now. <coughs> How many girls you'll have in y'all's trip? Well, we don't have any yet. <laughs> Here we go. Well, and we've had requests from a couple of different listeners that we talk about this, so that's a natural, very organic segue. You know, Scouts has made it known that they're going to start letting girls into Boy Scouts proper and Cub Scouts. Heavy looks prepared to pounce, so... Um, so, 
we still don't know from a leadership standpoint exactly what that means yet. Like, are they going to be included in the same troops? Or are they going to have their own troop? You know, stuff like that. There's a right. lot of questions. You haven't been notified by the bishops? The bishops have not uh, come down and... Uh, hadn't clarified that. <clears throat> haven't given the exact uh You haven't definition. seen the pink smoke yet? <laughs> no, I haven't seen a pink smoke. <laughs> but, you know... It does open up a lot of things because I know that you remember what it was like whenever we were around any type of female at that age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the case, the the one that I've talking with the other adult leaders that I, I point out was that we, I guess we were in high school and we had gone to a high adventure base up in Colorado <laughs> and we had a female trail guide. She was college age mm-hmm. named Tracy. Is this the one you talked to me about when we did the episode? You said that the guys yeah. were all yeah. jacking with? I, exactly. So Tracy was about like Peppermint Patty. Yeah. No, 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 Marcy. Peppermint, the Marcy, the bookie, the bookish one. Peppermint, yeah, 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 yeah. So Marcy, you know, round no, glasses. That's Peppermint Patty. No, Peppermint Patty's the kind of lesbian one. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I would say that was what Tracy she, looked but like. But Tracy had the round glasses and was bookish. Okay. Kind of Velma-ish. Yeah. yeah. Not near as cute as Velma, though. Not as sexually attracted as Velma is. Velma, yeah. (laughs) Right. Look, (laughs) sidebar. Okay, but in the movie, I'll give you in the movie. The cartoon. In in the movie, she's great. But even the cartoon, she could get it, okay? I may have to go back and watch some of those. Mm. That's not my recollection. All I'm going to tell you is don't look up Scooby-Doo parody porn unless you want to... Really change your mind about Velma, okay? I can assure you that won't happen. It's out there. I'm sure it is. Scooby's not actually in it. It's just the game. Okay. Why didn't they include Scooby? Because that's illegal. (laughs) We have laws against that. There's the title to our episode. (laughs) Could have been Why didn't they include Scooby? There you go. You probably are watching furry stuff. That's weird. Me or him? No, him. Yeah, no. He's yeah. the one that said furry. No. Well, he's the one that covers himself up like Jane Gum with pelts. <laughs> so anyway, <sighs> we're on this mountain with this girl named Tracy who is very bookish, but she was also very busty. See, I don't remember that. I just remember being having massive thighs. <laughs> Are you she, sure this episode isn't titled Massive Thighs? Yeah, we may have to she, she revise was, that. She was thick. Because she was she was very much the backpacker. She had what had just come back from a backpacking trip across the Serengeti or some shit like that. <laughs> so he okay, knows, I want so can he, we get her on? Well, okay, here's the here's a point that I would like to point out. All I know is what I saw from a distance. Heavy's over there apparently having a chatting her up. Yeah. Learning all yeah, about he's got, her. got to check things out, you know. I mean, he he didn't just pull Serengeti out of his ass. No, no. She told him that. Who the fuck backpacks across the Serengeti? Exactly. Anyway. Girls she was, with big thighs. She was busty because she was wearing, um, she was hardcore backpacker because at the time, external frame packs were still the norm. Mm-hmm. She was wearing the internal. Ooh. And yep. she had the chest strap, so it's just jugs pushed right. together. And... Going up the hill, nobody was looking at her. By day in, everybody was, oh, well. Not that bad. Not that bad. And then, you know. In only a matter of hours. And then, <laughs> as I told you a couple years later, 
I went as an adult with our old troop and a different lawman that we know. Yeah. Went and fell in love with a girl that looked like John Elway's ugly sister. <laughs> a little horseish. She was a very nice girl, but she looked exactly like John Elway if you expanded his head 1.5x. Wow. It was bigger. And I'm assuming she wasn't of the same frame as John. No, she was also built, to, built to carry loads. <laughs> Anyway, had a certain pack mule quality. Exactly. And but very nice. Oh yeah. But very nice. As soon as boys, young men are around females, it's just it, you know. Well see, and me and my wife were talking about this and and she brought up a good point. About the big thighs thing? No. About the girls in Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. It's just scouts now, sir. And uh yeah, in scouts. And I was like, you know, I don't have boys and I, I don't care one way or the other. I said, but how are they going to, I am interested, is it going to be co-ed troops? Is it going to be girl troops, boy troops? Is it, you know, and how, and they already have, I know just from you, Gus, have talked about how much the safety issue has changed as oh, far yeah. as how many from when we were in scouts, as far as, you know, X number of adults per number of children. And how many kids it's acceptable it, to lose on and, a trip. Right. And how many adults you have to have in a vehicle, if right. you, you know, and all this stuff. And then you add females to it, and it's just going to be even more. I would assume that you're going to have to have, you know, I, I don't know. But then my wife brought up, she's like, well, it works at church camps. I was like. But how many how many first sexual experiences happen at church camps? And I was like, yeah, I guess that's right. But at church camp, More you're generally zero. generally in cabins, and it is divided, and you get the girls' side of the camp and the boys' side of the camp, and right. yeah, you intermingle during the day and that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how. So I think about our old camp, and which is gone, which is gone now. R.I.P. Even when. Uh, Scout started allowing female uh, leaders, you know, they had to revamp. That's the reason that mm -hmm. finally a flushing toilet was put in. Right. And the th and it was segregated. You had your female side and your male side. And uh, So can we stop for a second and kind of go back? Because a lot of people don't know what's happened to Scouts in the last 30 years. Um, Are we going to cover all of it? Yeah, we're going to cover all of it chronologically, month by month. <laughs> Give me a bullet-pointed list. So most people still think of scouts like the old uh, Norman Rockwell paintings and Fred McMurray and Kurt uh, Russell and Follow Me Boys, that old Disney movie and stuff. Tie a knot and help a lady across the road. Exactly. It all started changing when scouts started having a abuse problem and there was some high publicity cases in the late 80s about kids being sexually abused. And back then, when we were in Scouts, especially in the younger years of our career, if you will, like you said, they would send us out with one adult. Mm -hmm. They were like 20-something kids. The older ones would show up drunk after a football game. Right. The adult might have had a, had a flask in the out. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was got these kids take care of. Got to take the edge off. <laughs> yeah, it was you know? pretty much Lord of the Flies. Yeah, 
Now, on one hand, I think it did make us self-sufficient. Some of us, some of us self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, obviously, but some right. of us. But during that time, that's when it started to change. And they said, okay, well, we've always got to have two adults, minimum. But the problem was that because of the breakup of the nuclear family, a lot of boys were in there that didn't have a father involved in the troop. And so they started letting ladies in as leadership. Hey, and, now. And that was a necessary evil. And I'll say it right now. Well, I'll go on record. I just kind of backed away. That is at real Gustav. And and here's why I say that. So it had, and I know a lot of really great female leaders. <laughs> First, Mark. Second, <laughs> the amount of cover fire he's he trying just, to throw out at the very beginning of this. He just, is, he, he threw the shovel out of the hole he dug and is asking for a ladder now. You throw down a rope. Okay, I don't mean this in a negative way. No offense, but once we did that as scouts, it opened up the proverbial Pandora's box because it started the true slippery slope. Now, along the same time, dogs were being used as chaperones. Exactly. Cats and dogs were living together. At the same time, scouts had to, they didn't have to, but they came out as we're not going to, because of the abuse thing, they knee jerked and said, we're not going to have homosexual leaders Mm -hmm. when they did that the united way the bastards that i still hate said we're not going to give you any money anymore and that's when we had to start selling fucking popcorn and nobody wants overpriced popcorn right it's not like fucking cookies that everybody wants that's a whole nother issue that girl scouts has just turned into a cookie marketing company he's taking on lots of issues let's see if he swings at this one he's i've have nothing to say. You're not no. going to get heavy to come out against cookies. Well, somebody that's very close to him is running a cookie racket. Is running a cookie racket. Oh yeah, I mean, that's but that's their fundraiser. That's right. their that's their whole kit and caboodle, and they yeah, it's ridiculous the way they have that set up. So in the situation, we've got a need for multiple leaders now. They've pissed off. The LGBT crowd, they pissed off United Way, and so they kind of decide they're going to die on this hill. <laughs> Whoever the leadership was at the time for like the next 20 years, they hold firm. And then finally, they're like, okay, well, you know, there's been a big shift in LGBT rights. Okay, we'll get, we'll, we'll concede on that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, our leader, or our numbers are dragging. We got to do something. And I also think out there, there was, com- there were complaints. From some people saying, well, I've got this daughter. I want to do something with her, too. Mm-hmm. And or they had people that they were hearing that they didn't like the way the Girl Scouts wasn't as active in outdoor activities or things like that. that they wanted to have that, too. Now, for years, back even when we were teenagers, they had already created venture scoutings. I was fixing to get into that. Yeah, Where they were. They're not troops. What are they called? Uh, crews. Yeah. And that was able to have female leaders in there, our female members there. I don't ever know anybody that was in a venture crew. They didn't push that good. And, and they went about it the wrong way because when they first came, came out with that, it was a splinter from, uh, explorers, explorers, which was meant for older kids who had, you know, had already received their eagle. 
there was nothing left for them to earn in Boy Scouts. Okay, let's come up with Explorer Scouts. It'll be more adventure oriented, that kind of stuff. And then, and then Venture Scouting spun off that as well. We'll let girls in as well, and that's all cool. But it was just for high school age right. males and females, which at that point you generally don't have people getting into scouting it's at that too, age. It's too late. You're right. You know, too late. And that was, that was... I've always been told it's never too late. Well, that was 20-something years ago when there were a lot fewer things competing for a teenager's uh, attention. Right. Right. I mean, if you think back, even... You can only play River Raid so many times. Well, even if you had a job... You still had a lot of fucking time yeah. in 1992. But, you know, and, and and this is a numbers thing for scouts because their numbers are dwindling. So they, you know, are thinking, okay, we have to expand our base to get those monthly dues in. And uh, So you're saying this is not just a pure moral stance? No. Okay. This, well, I would point out pretty, <laughs> that pretty cynical of you. other countries, other teams... Not this fine democracy that I, I hold dear, but other countries, they've had co-ed scouting for yeah. years look, and years Look and where years. that's gotten them. Well, you know. the uh, I mean, They're it, not number one. It is strictly number a numbers game because they want to increase their numbers. And it's, to your point, there's, there's too many other, I would say that select sports and travel teams have had more to do with the decline of scouting with teenagers than anything kids are more interested in that and you can do it year round right when we were kids you played baseball in the summer right you played you know that was pretty much about it you know and now all that stuff goes year round oh yeah don't you think there's some trickle down effect too from like there's there were less kids involved in scouts when we were young than like our parents age oh, and yeah. so then there's less adults now who were scouts when they were younger right. so they're not encouraging it as right. much in their kids right. yeah now i out of our troop i think there's only 3 maybe 4 of us adults that were eagles well and the rest of them the rest of them this is the first time i've seen you in your wings you know my my Order of the Arrow vigil name is uh, <laughs> Buzzard Dancer. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like that's real. Heavy, what's yours? Eats a lot of burrito. <laughs> Mine translates to cautious one. <laughs> Did the you reason- give yourself this name? No, no. And the reason they picked this one for me. And this you is were how- afraid to put on the wings? And, and this is how they picked it. They picked the longest one in the book, <laughs> and it's like he'll never be able to pronounce this. Let's give this, give him this. Uh, so that's that's honestly how I got mine. That's what nice. it translates to. And Can you say the no, actual name? No, I cannot. Tatanka de Tatanka. Yeah. Well, he could say that. Anyway, um, I, I'm not sure that's going to shake out. It'll be interesting. Our personal troop right now. We just took on like 25 or 26 Weebelows. Yeah. So we're like in the 40s right now on our roster. It's huge. It's actually too big right now. And I'm sure there'll be some attrition and it'll settle down a little bit. But, you know, I push my boys to go. I have Mm -hmm. to make them. Right. You know, it's a fight. They really enjoy the campouts. 
And that's kind of the carrot that I have to right. stretch out in front. But it, getting them to go to the meetings, and especially if I'm out of town on business, it's uh, it's a fight. Have now, they gotten their wedgie badge yet? No. And, and you know, that's one of the things that, like I said, we grew up in a different time. The high school guys would whip our asses. The junior high guys would whip our asses. They'd make us fight or wrestle. And if you didn't wrestle, you'd get your ass kicked by them. Yeah. There were some definite Me Too things that happened to other people. It was much like the football locker room situation. <sighs> I think it was probably worse than the football locker room I don't know, situation. There was a lot of ass whippings going on for the freshman well, I mean, as far as player. the... Oh, the Me Too? The Me yeah. Too. Now, once we got to be older, we never did that shit. Right. Because we suffered through, and I was telling Mrs. Gustav... <laughs> You know, there's one guy, and he never did anything too bad to me, but he was just evil to everybody else. If I see him or, you know, if I see him or even his picture, I still, that might be hate that I feel. Yeah. It's okay to admit it. You know, and I'm I'm probably one of the most easygoing people on earth. Mark. <laughs> but I truly just, you know. Do not like that do guy. Do not like that guy. Yeah. And it's all because of that. And so once we were older, we, you know, I'd like to think that we opened, you know, a new era and we're pretty cool guys. But I like to think of you as pioneers, really. Trailblazers. I got my pioneering merit badge. I can lash right now if you want. I'll go get all this wood that Heavy made me chop down out of the back of the truck and I can build us a... uh, a platform, and we raise a flag on it. There we go. I'm glad I timed it to where I could show up right after that work was done. Right. I kind of thought we might roll live on the tree cutting ceremony, but yeah. Well, I wanted to get it done. So yeah. to cue in our listeners, Heavy's like, bring your chainsaw. I got a tree you need to cut down. So I come to Heavy's house. I Because my re- chainsaw is not running at the moment. Now, I think a real Eagle Scout would have gone just a regular axe. Well, I thought about it. Because I thought that would have been funny as hell. But I mean, that thing couldn't have been, what, about eight inches around? Yeah. No, it, it wouldn't tree. have been bad, but I thought about it. But then the fact that he told me it had been dead for a while, and I could just see, and since this is the suburbs, either A, an axe head flying off. <laughs> into somebody's, into somebody's BMW. Yeah, BMW. <laughs> or... Um, then him bitching because I didn't have it flush cut. Oh, yeah. He left a goddamn stump in the yard. Right. <laughs> so it's <laughs> just to mow around that son of a bitch. Now, I couldn't get either of my chainsaws working either. I got a leak on one. And I couldn't get one to turn over. So I brought just a electric pole saw, and we uh, we took care of it. Although I was, it, I was trying to make a wedge to drop it towards the street. Fall it. And uh, right as I made the backstrap cut, it started heading the opposite direction towards his neighbor house. I had to jump up and hold the tree up. He it, it, it starts going the opposite direction, and he's I'm thinking just let it fucking fall, just let don't get underneath the tree. Well, he runs back behind it to grab a hole, and I'm like, oh shit, this isn't. <laughs> Luckily, it's you put an eye out. So dead and so dry. It's pretty light. Pretty. I mean, it's heavy, but it wasn't like oh shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah. yeah. I usually wear my hard hat when I'm out there. Jesus Christ. Would have been good. Yeah. Mining helmet. I'll take a picture of the hard hat. I, I had to get I've up still on got mine and, from a college construction job. Yeah, see? I, I prefer the roundish one, you know, instead of the one with the bill. Mm-hmm. I like the oh, almost yeah. pith helmet style. Yeah. 
I'd wear a pith helmet all the time if I could get a, one that I actually like. Mine had some, I think mine may still be at my parents' house, and it had some pretty sweet-ass earth tone stripes on it. Oh, that's nice. I used to have a, an old U.S. Mail uh, pith helmet. Oh, yeah? But I think I broke the strap. It was pretty old. Huh. I need to look like on that. Like those old uh, safari-style PE teacher Exactly. Helmets. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P., coach. <laughs> yeah. Remember when the mail carriers would wear those? That's the kind I had. Yeah. Yeah. Did you carry mail? Yeah. Nice. Didn't know from, that. From the box to the house. There was a dark period in there where you could have been doing who knows what when I oh, was out of touch. Yeah. You're, I was about to say, uh, we know what was going on. You're the dark one. Good Lord. Thank you. Mystery. All dressed in black right now like fucking Johnny Cash. I mean, out of country. I told Johnny I'd keep stuff. it going. Yeah. People talk to me and they're like, oh, you're so mysterious. Oh, I'm like. Fucking Ty's the one that we know nothing about. Hey, anytime you want to know, just don't ask me. Right. Well, you got anything else? Um, no. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to have y'all back, and I guess we'll uh, talk to you later. Adios. Bye.